1: So without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. We're sharing a powerful message with you that's called Our Response to the Word. God's Word is a book of promises that shares with us all kinds of awesome things that God's willing to do for us. But even though God sends His Word to share with us all the things that He's willing to do for us, it's important for us to know and understand that all those awesome things that are promised to us won't automatically happen for us. We have a part to play in whether or not the things that God's Word said can happen will actually happen for us. I having what it is that we heard in God's Word many times is a result of our response to His Word. If we don't respond properly to God's Word, then we won't experience the awesome things that He said in His Word that He'd do. So that what God's Word said can happen will actually happen in the lives of me and you. We need to learn to respond properly to the Word that God shares with me and you. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called our response to the word. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. He can get his man a word that tells him to do a specific thing. He might get all excited about it. Get excited. And then he can then share it with somebody else. Scoot over and you know, turn around and tell one of them about it, say God told me this, this and this. God told me this, this and this. Now see they might not get all excited like he got. They might look at him like he's crazy. But their response to his word is irrelevant. It's his response to his word that's relevant because God spoke to him and it quickened him. Are you listening to me? That's one of the reasons why when you share your revelation with somebody else, don't let them decide whether or not you, it's a revelation, uh, awesome revelation of God. Don't let them do it because it might not make any sense to them. I remember, I remember, I remember when the Lord told me to leave my job. And, and volunteer all my time to the ministry trust me on this one this was an individual specific word individual everybody say individual, individual. specific word. Say Spec- specific word yeah that was for me and my wife that he told us what to do in order to be able to move forward and then things he had in store for us i remember bishop would try to get me to stand up and give testimony about it on lots of times and i tell him nope i ain't giving it you know <laughs> i really don't want to sir and he'd be like, well, praise God, why not? That's an awesome thing that God's doing in your life. And I said, man, because I ain't been around long, but I've been around long enough to know that you don't just share stuff like that with people. Why is that? Because so many of the body of Christ is still naive. How lot of the body of Christ think that what, you, what God said to one person is what's supposed to apply in their life too." Not necessarily, because what he said to me might not be for somebody else. There might, you know, like, come on now, there might be some, and I didn't want to give it because I figured that there'd be half the people that go out quitting their jobs at the wrong time, and they'd be broke in a mug for the rest of the days of their life, and they'd be stress and mess all up in the middle of their house. Why? Because they heard what God is doing in my life, and then they turn around and try to do the exact same thing too. But if God spoke it to you, now it's a specific individual word that you need to do because all the power of God is there to be able to help that thing manifest for you. But if it's not a specific word for you, you better stop and pay attention. You better stop and pay attention. I'm teaching real good. You better stop and pay attention. Why is that? Because that one might not be for you. I, I For instance, I mean, you know, I've you know, been in this little ministry thing for a couple years now and been watching it for many years and learning about it for many years. Uh, it's a fascinating thing. You know, you'd hear men of God stand up and give awesome testimonies and stuff like that. they say, praise God. I remember I had a car and I was driving my car and I got to a service and God said, just get the keys to the car to that brother over there. And I was like, God, really? And they say, yep, God said, get the keys away. So I'd take off the keys and give it to the guy. And God took the guy took the keys and drove off. And I'm thinking like, well, praise God, God's going to come through. But the minute, I said, minute, that I'd get the keys to that person, somebody else walked over to a key with the keys to a brand new Cadillac and gave it to me. And I drove off. And see, everybody was like shouting about it. Like, Lord, I got, that's awesome yeah and all of a sudden you start hearing all this clicking sound <laughs> when folks start pulling keys up off rings like fool put your key back on your ring he wasn't talking to you he was talking to him are you listening to him? he's trying to give you a principle on giving and receiving yes that's true but that don't mean you're supposed to be giving your ride up well i'm gonna get my ride up because if god gave him a cadillac shoot i already got a cadillac so let me get a cadillac up i'll probably get me a bmw no you're gonna get a bus. Bus, because that's what you're going to be riding on for a while. You're going to get a CAB, cab, because that's what you're going to be riding. On your F-E-E-T, that's what you're going to be walking on your feet. Are you listening to it? Because God didn't say that to you. That's why you got to know what God is speaking to you. I don't know if this is going over well. Look at your neighbor. Say, your neighbor. Amen. Are you listening to him? Are you listening to him? You got to you. You gotta know what God's saying to you. Yeah, yeah. Now turn to the other one and say, you too. Amen, because see, it's important to understand this stuff before we get to moving on stuff that ain't even got. See, I'm teaching by responding to the word of God. When you listen to somebody else's testimony, that don't necessarily mean you per se. You do what God told you to do. Are you feeling me up in here? When, 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 when um, my wife and I uh, were uh, uh, learning the things of God. The Lord blessed my wife to be able to come off the job, to be able to raise the family, uh, our children and everything like that. She raised the family in such a way where, you know, I became the sole wage owner in the household. And God covered everything and made sure that everything was fine because that's what he told us to do. Now, some of the other ones be like, mm-hmm, she came off the job, so I'm coming off the job. No, you just lazy. Dumb <laughs> am teaching real good right now. Better stay on that job. You're already three house notes behind, two house notes behind. Come on up in here. Are they con- Well, God will provide. He provided for y'all. <laughs> Precious, you better wake the heck up in a hurry. Do what God told you to do. Everybody say, do what God told me to do. John chapter six. We're going to pick up reading verse 61. What? And if ye see the son of man ascend up where he was before, question mark, that's going to cause you a problem too. It is the spirit that quickeneth, the flesh profiteth nothing. The words that I speak to you, unto you, they are spirit and they are life. He said, cause my spirit is, my word is spirit and my word is life. That word spirit is talking about a current of air. God is blowing a breeze into your life to be able to change your life. We understand that here in San Antonio because sometimes it can get hot in a mug in here. Yeah. Praise yeah. God. But then it's good to be able to get a nice cool breeze coming through. Why? Cause it just changes everything. Well, God's trying to blow a breeze into your life. That's going to change everything. But when this breeze come, it can come in two ways. It can either come in a blast or it can come in a breeze. It can come in a blast, just a poof, just change everything, a wholesale change. God can do it that way. But God can also breeze in such a way where it just changes the conditions of you and how you feel about things. It can come in like a blast, like it did in Acts chapter two, when the Bible says the spirit of the Lord came in as a rushing mighty wind. And it fell on each and every one of them with cloven tongues as a fire. When it came in, it came in as a rushing mighty wind, which means it just changed everything. It just disrupted everything. But that's good because when God is disrupting lives, he's about to make your life better. Amen. When God's disrupting lives, he's about to make your life better. It's one of the reasons why you first get into the things of God. Don't be so stunned over the fact that I don't seem to have any friends now. That's a good disruption. (laughs) Amen. Because half the mother wasn't your friends. I'm teaching real good right now. Y'all don't want to go with me. Half these folks ain't your, and, and, at least how about this? Shouldn't be your main friends. A lot of us walking around with, with the wrong main friends. I ain't saying that they can't, you can't, you got to be all stuck up and act like you don't know nobody and stuff like that. Act all new to folk. Come on up in here. But, you, but, but come on now, who your main friend is? Right. Now, if we know that to just live by which means that all we want to know is what? Then our main friend should be a person who tells us main friend ought to be somebody that can tell you what the word got to say. Because otherwise, what are they doing in your man as your main friend? Why are they all up in your five when they can't tell you one scripture on what the word of God got to say? Folk don't like this, but it's good teaching. Why are they all up in your five when they can't tell you one scripture on what God has to say? And when they're going to tell you everything wrong, when you go find, ask them, well, what you ought to do? Girl, I wouldn't take that. I'd leave him in a heartbeat. In fact, leaving, here's the lawyer that I got rid of my last five husbands with. Here, you can go call him too. You got the wrong friend. <laughs> y'all get they're getting quiet on me up in here Amen. our friend ought to be our main friend ought to be a person who 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 tells us what the word of god has to say and that ought to be gender specific brothers in the house say "Woo!" Woo. your main friend ain't got no business being a woman Come on, now. especially when you married i said especially if you got a woman in your five you got a and that ain't your mama you got a problem how about this if you got a friend a woman as a friend that your that isn't also your wife's friend you crazy than a mug you being set up and don't even know it you need to wake up. And he, even if she calls, she said, I was just thinking about you. She said, well, tell my wife about it. Yeah. Hand her the phone. Amen. And same thing, vice versa. Ladies and I say, hey, Amen. if one of your favorite lunch partners is a man, stop eating lunch. Time to go on a diet. <laughs> <Bless> the people. <laughs> Next time he say, you don't want to go to lunch? I'm on a diet. Okay. He say, we go by Subway. He say, go yourself. Okay. Every once in a while you slide into that pastor role. Praise God. Why is that? Because God said, my word is spirit in it's life. That word spirit also means the rational soul. So God gives us the rational soul. See, every time God gives you a word, he's giving you the rational soul or what, how, the soul, how a rational soul actually thinks about things. Let's do it that way. He gives you what the rational soul actually thinks about things. Because see, let me talk about me. I ain't talking about you. When, when I got born again, my soul was totally irrational. I thought wrong was right. I thought fat meat wasn't greasy. I thought, I thought, I thought, that's it, it, ethnic. Praise God. I thought, <laughs> I thought I, it's a, what do you eat? fat meat? Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Praise God. I, I thought, I, 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 I didn't. Know. I was taught wrong. I was trained wrong. And so because of that, now I need the rational soul on thing. Teach me what's rational thinking. See, because when I was raised up, when I was raised up, it was okay. For, For a man to have a woman for a friend as the main friend, you know, have two, three, four, a pair and a spare. You know, that's where y'all act like y'all was the only one. I was the only one to talk like this by implication. It's the vital principle and or mental disposition. It's the vital principle because I'm going to give you the vital principle, the life giving principle. Whenever I give you the word, I'm going to give you the exact thing that's going to give you the life. And the mental disposition, the way you should think about a thing, how you should think about it. God said, I'm going to give you the way to think about it. And see, this is good right here, because when the word of God comes, that's one of the reasons why. Hey, hey, listen, that's one of the reasons why whenever God says something to you, do not list what you feel about the matter. It's irrelevant because God said, I'm going to give you the mental disposition what to think about the matter. Don't list what your friends say about the matter, or don't, and, and don't list the facts. See, a lot of us have a, diff, a, 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 a thing about listing the facts. Well, see, the facts is this. You did this, you did that, you, di- you didn't do this, you didn't do that, and that. Them the facts, Jack. So because of that, <laughs> I'm about <laughs> to pack. Are you listening? To Come on, but don't list the facts. What does the word say? The only thing you want because it, it's just live by faith. What does the word say? Because God said, I'm going to give you the mental disposition. Give you a quick example of this, before, and then we move on. I remember when I first got born again, I, I mean, I was totally wrong. I was like wrong in everything, and uh, almost everything. Uh, chose that powerful woman over there, praise God. Amen. Even though I did it for all the wrong reasons, praise God. You know, you know, but, hey, but pray, hey, it worked out, praise God. You <laughs> know, the whole thing worked together for the good of those that love God. It was called according to his <laughs> anyway but everything else i jacked up messed up i mean it was good at it too praise god i was good it didn't take me long to tear up stuff just take i could do it real quick and so um one of the things i did before i was born again was a bookie you know i i take bets and bet I took bets and bet. It was bad enough I was taking bets, but then I got, you know, the hunter got captured by the game. I ended up doing it too, praise God. Before you know it, I I was just wasting money all over the place betting because betting is not of God. God's not into betting. Y'all know that already. God's not into your scratch-offs. He really is. Trust me on this. So next time you get changed, don't ask the man at the place that, you know, when you got changed, don't ask him for in scratch-offs. No, just get your money back. You know, amen, don't waste no more money on them scratch-offs, because that ain't God. I didn't think that was going to go for it. It's not, it really isn't. So anyway, but you couldn't tell me, though, before I got born again, I mean, betting to me was, like, smarter than a mug. I mean, like, you know, how am I going to mess up? 600 to 1 odds, 500 to 1 odds, 400 to 1 odds. I could put up $1 and win 500. I could put up $1 and win 600. I could be able to put up $1 and win a million. I could be able to put up $1. I mean, to me, that's just, what fool wouldn't do that? Because, but I had the wrong mental disposition on the matter because I didn't get my mental disposition from God. Long story short, when I first got born again, praise God, I got so excited about the things of God. I mean, I was fired up. I was excited. I was like, woo I'm saved. Praise God. I probably didn't say it like that, you know, but, you know, I got saved. And, 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 but yet, this interesting thing about when you get saved. God has an order that he has planned for you that he's going to deliver you from things that you do. He has an order that he has for you that he's going to deliver you from things that you used to do. Thoughts that you had, God will deliver you in a certain order. Pause button. That's why you powerful people up in here. Let the church say, man, you might have friends and or family members who have recently gotten saved. Do them a favor by quit trying to do them a favor. Because many times when we watch loved ones get saved, we want to hurry up and tell them everything that we think that they should stop doing, and everything that we think that they should change, and everything that we think, and we we have our own order that we want to come in. Look, you are now that you saved, you gotta watch your mouth. You got to stop doing this and stop doing that. Stop cussing, fussing, spitting, getting. You know, stop. You know, smoking, talking. You know, stop drinking, stinking. You know, do it. You know, stop. You know, we have our order that we have everything. And we and we you know go and tell that person everything that they ought to do. You know over the next three years that they ought to do tonight. Just, just get it done. And we call ourselves helping them. No, you're you hurting them. Yeah. Because you got to understand that, see, when Sa- Satan is very cunning, and when he ties a web, he ties a web in such a way as you pull one string thinking that you're unloosening something, it actually tightens something else. Only God knows the exact order to be able to undo things. That's why you let God be God. Everybody say, let God be God. God, be God. Yeah, and, and, and say, and it's not me. That means you ain't God, Amen. So, so because hey, you don't know the order to do things in, so since you don't know the order, it's best to just leave it alone and just let it be. Uh, let, let the Lord be God, and then let and and let the Lord work the order out. Because see, with me now, you'd have thought because I was a bookie, you know, you know, walking around, you know, doing this, that would have been one of the first things the Lord dealt with me about. That after I got saved, then one of the first things He told me to do was close that book. He told me to close my book. That's what it, when you when you take bets, it's called a book. You thought the first thing He told me is close the book. But no, he didn't know he know if he'd have told me that first, I'd have closed that book called the Bible. Mm-hmm. That would have been the end of the conversation. Why? Because I didn't trust him like that yet. I didn't know him like that yet. And so because of that, he, that would have been asking too much of me. I would have been out of backed up out of that. No, ooh, no. This ain't God. I'd have left that church. You know how some folk do. But anyway, um, so I would come to church. I had straight razor in this pocket. No. Yeah, straight razor in this pocket, slim Jim in this pocket. Slim Jim is with a little thin knife with a pretty pearl handle. Praise God! You know, you got, you need something to collect your money. Yeah, <laughs> listen. And, and I had a numbers book in this pocket. I mean, you know, the Kansas City Kitty. I had the uh, Three Wise Men. I had, you know, you have all these. I had, you know, books for the four-digit and stuff like that, and 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 ones for Lotto and everything like that. So I mean, I can help you. You had a dream. I can tell you what it played for and everything else like that, so that I can take your. I mean, make money off of you. Praise God. <laughs> And so I had all this, I had my books over here on the side that I can, you know, keep your numbers in and I know what it is you played so that I know how much you owe me and I know how much I owe you if you hit, praise God. And I, I show up to church every week, hands up, lifted and stuff like that, stuff hanging out in my pocket, but I ha- hands up. I bet you some people, I look over to the side, they see that straight razor, they're like, good God Almighty, I hope he a barber, you know, praise <laughs> God. And I have my hands lifted, and I'm just praising God, giving God glory and stuff like that, and then as soon as I leave up out of here, somebody said, man, I had a, God get dreams and vision. I say, really? You had a dream? They'd be like, yeah, I had a dream. they be like, that play for four, four, four. You want the four digit for that? I, I tell them. The, and I take the bet right then. Praise God. You know, if, if they, if they, you know, were silly enough to do something like that. Praise God. But anyway, long story short, you would think that that was the first thing that God would have dealt with. He didn't deal with that. That ain't the first thing he dealt with. He dealt with other things. First thing he dealt with me with my, was my mouth. That was me. But that's what he dealt with me. He might deal with somebody else about something else first. Deal with me Because see, I used to curse all the time. And say, I guess he figured that wasn't gonna, nobody going to talk to me in church. Because I would be sitting next to him, and then, you know, when the neighbor would, you know, when they say, turn to your neighbor and say, and they'd have turned to the neighbor and said, tell the neighbor that God said, I'd have said, well, bleep de bleep, God said, I'd have been cussing and stuff like that. <laughs> I'd have been like, man, ain't we having a bleep de bleep good time in church today? It would have been like, man, what kind of dude is this? So he dealt with me about that first. It wasn't until about nine months later down the line that he finally dealt with me about closing the book. Nine months, almost to a year. Later, they did he tell me about closing the book. And i never forget when he did it. And i never forget when he did it. Because when God sent a word to you, he sent it to you individually, sent it to you corporately, it with you specifically about it. He sent his word to me. I remember I was in the middle of church. And they used to have this class in church called Christian Issues and Answers. You remember that? Christian Issues and Answer. That was like, it was like a little class before the service, whereas they did about political issues and or things how, how you know, it relates to the church and everything else like that and how we should think about things politically and everything like that. And so they had a flyer. They just had a flyer. And I mean, I'm booking. I'm still doing everything, getting you know, wrong. And, and I picked up a flyer. And the flyer had on it sitting in the middle of this flyer is, is this of God? Question mark. And then at the top it had horse, rating, horse racing, um, it had uh, dog racing, roach racing. <laughs> hey, when you bet, you bet on anything. Praise God. We <laughs> had uh, scratch offs and lottery and lotto and all these little words all over the page and everything like that. You know, uh, 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 l- gambling and stuff like that. You know, casinos. It had all that. You know, bingo night. <laughs> Yeah, you know, bingo night, that's still gambling. Praise God. Amen. Amen. In the Catholic church? I I don't care what church. We move on. And and, and so it got all this gambling stuff all over the page. And then it had all this stuff, and it just said, in the middle, it just said, is this of God? Question mark. Man, I picked up that word, came in like a rushing mighty wind. That thing hit me straight in my heart. I can't even describe it. That thing hit me in my heart. But see, this was like nine months deep. This is after the Lord got me good in loving him. I mean, I mean, good. And lo- I mean, loved him for real. You know, because initially you don't really love God that much initially. You know, he all right and everything. You know, I fit you in. But, you know, you ain't, you ain't all that. That's initially. Initially, you're like, God, you know, you the man. you the man. Just don't get in the way of my life. Just don't get in the way of what I do. You know, just don't tell me too much. And I'll keep sticking with you. You know, Amen. You know that's, that's initially. But eventually you love the Lord for real. To the point you're willing to make adjustments, We're yes. willing to make changes. Amen. And, and he got me good and hooked in. To the point I just love me some God. I mean, I just love me some God by then with all my heart and soul and mind. Then he had this flyer put in my hand. Is this of God? Didn't have no answer on it. It just says, is this of God? That thing hit me in the middle of my heart. I couldn't even describe to the point. It's like, oh, my God. Amen. And so anyway, long story short, Paige got and I had to wait a whole week for this. I'm like, man, dang, Lord. I'm I don't know, I don't know. So I was there the next week. I mean, the thing started at like 7, something like that. I was there at 6.45, sitting right there in the middle of the, middle of the thing. I mean, I wasn't going to miss it. The podium was right there on the floor, and I'm going to sit right there, and I'm going to get this answer. I'm going to find out. have my Bible and everything, because I know they're going to show it to me in the Bible, because if it ain't of God, it's in the Bible. So I need to see this. I mean, it's my livelihood. It's my money. It's, it's just what I do. And in my limited thinking, this is who I am. I'm a bookie, you know, and so I get there, and it was like three or four of us in there waiting and stuff like that, because most folk didn't want to know either, you know, but I did. I wanted to know, and then this person walked up to the front, stepped up behind the podium. I had never been to the class. I didn't know whether they was a teacher or not, and they stepped behind the podium, and they said, excuse me, everyone, the Christian Issues and Answer course for the day is canceled, said the instructor could not be here but they will put on the class next week. Be here next week, and you'll get the answers that it prescribes. Thank you very much. And they got to walk away. I was like, uh-uh, no, ho, ho, ho. I was like, I got to say how rowdy I was. I said, was like, I need to know me an answer. I mean, when you get all in the ebonics, you know, in your mind. On sky, I'm like, Lord, I need to know me an answer. Nah, <laughs> I need to know. Because this is Sunday. I'm booking again on Monday. What's up? I need to know, man. Lord told me you already know the answer. He said because you opened up to receive the possibility. You already know the answer. He said you know whether that's of me or not. He said that's not of me. He said that's the thief that set all that up. Well, that's all the way up time for today. We trust that you are blessed by what the word of God had to say. I hope you're seeing the importance of our response to God's word as being key to our receiving the things that God told us in his word that he's willing to do for you and me. I hope even more that you're becoming inspired to respond properly to God's Word. So all the awesome things that God said in His Word that He wants to do will actually be received and enjoyed by me and you. I hope that you're learning to respond properly to God's Word. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at Code 210-785-9238. That's Code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center. 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas 78213 We'll be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP But it's always best when you can get it live So if you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas Come on by and check us out Word of Faith Christian Center is located at 1928 Bassi Road In San Antonio, Texas between West and Blanco Service times are Wednesdays at noon Thursday evenings at 645 Saturday afternoons at 4.30 and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation and you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. we we'll would be glad to come and get you. So, come on through. I guarantee you that it'll be a blessing to you when you do. And to all the men of God out there, we have something special for you to do this weekend. We invite all the brothers in San Antonio and surrounding areas to come out to our Breakfast of Champions men's breakfast this Saturday morning at Word of Faith. It's an all-you-can-eat breakfast that the sisters from Word of Faith prepare for the brothers of Word of Faith. That's the best breakfast in town. It's one, my brothers, that you don't want to turn down. Then after we feed you naturally, we're going to feed you spiritually too with a powerful word from God just for the brothers. That's including you. There's no charge, but a free will offering will be taken. It starts at 9.30 a.m. sharp and it ends at 12 noon. Don't be late, that's if you want to play. Child care is provided at no charge. Need a ride? VIP transportation service is available for this too. Bring a couple brothers with you when you do. I guarantee that you'll be blessed and they will too. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, Know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow.
0: Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells.